1: You know, the first campaign I ran is a tiny little race in Kentucky. um, State Senate seat, you know, working for some redneck nobody named Sam McGuthrie. No staff, no money, no office. Everyone thought we didn't stand a chance. No way we can compete, right? And about this time, this guy running this uh, congressional campaign a few districts over gives me a call. And he says, I really like what you're able to do for poor old Sam. But let's face it, he's a goner. Why don't you come work for me? What did I do? Well, Stephen, this is where you and I are different. I told Sam about the call. And Sam says to me, Paul, if you think this other guy's got a chance at winning and he can pay you more than anything I can afford, and if it's what you feel you need to do, then I won't get in your way. And I say, Sam, you took a chance on me and hired me when I was even more of a nobody than you are. So I'd be damned if I'm going to jump ship. We lost that race, but three years later when Sam decided to run for governor, who do you think he called? We won that race, and 20 years later, I am where I am now. Now, there's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, and that's loyalty, and without it, you are nothing.
2: Hi everybody, this is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Open up with that clip from the the movie The Ides of March. The Ides of March. You know, I'm watching it the other night. I've seen it about I don't know 200 times, and I love that scene because it's so me. It's so me. I talk about I talk about you know what? This is how I do things. This is what I say. This is how I you know I don't have to have a great great memory because I do business the same way all the time. I don't lie to people. I tell people what's best for them. I don't try to steer people into decisions that I wouldn't make myself, and I don't backstab my people. I don't. Back, I don't. I don't uh, try to. I don't backstab my people. I don't backstab anybody, and I don't steer my clients down the wrong direction. So if if nothing else, you know what? I'm loyal to them. I'm loyal to my clients. I'm loyal to my employees. I'm loyal to everybody I deal with. I just don't. That's just how I do business. And you know what as I as I watch where this country's going and I watch watch and see how how everybody talks about how their workplace is just a whole different environment and is it covid is it is it a lack of work ethic is it a lack of you know what I I think about I think about uh you know hey this is how people make a living now they don't want to go into the office they want to do something on their computer they want to do this and I start thinking to myself Well, you know what, if you read the book, uh, Napoleon Hill's thinking grow rich, which was published, I don't know, 70 or 80 years ago about, about, uh, being successful. And there's a, and there's a, uh, there's a chapter in there and, and don't hold me to the exact, to the exact title, but I think it's called sexual transmutation. And it talks about how, how as humans, our strongest drive in our body is our sex drive. And if we can, if we can, uh, and if we can channel that sex drive towards being successful and being focused the way the way people are in their early years on on their sex drive that how you can how you can achieve so much more and i think about if nobody goes to work and nobody leaves their house and everybody's just sitting on screens how does the natural progression of the of the species happen how do people meet people how do we, you know how does how does this world continue? Well, I don't want to go to work. I just want to sit at home and get a check, and uh, you know, play video games and uh, and watch Netflix. How how do we continue if that's the case? It's pretty. It's pretty. It's astonishing to me. And I see. And I see um, a lie being taught to the to the world. And I see we're being backed into a corner and we're being pushed and will you wear a mask and will you take this needle in your arm and will you take this and take that the media is complicit in this and the democrats are the full-on guilty and it's going to come to a head it's going to come to a head soon and i'm going to talk about some really specifics this week um i'm going to on the show this week and i'm going to talk to some real specifics about the lies that are going on out there and uh and that song was Jump from Van Halen from uh 19 early 80s. I don't know what it was, but uh you know what I'm the reason I picked Jump is because I'm recording on Wednesday because Friday morning when I normally record I'll be uh on the operating table getting my back fixed. And uh I'm looking forward to being able to jump again. And uh, it all came, you know, it's I've probably been suffering from uh these issues in my back for years because as I think about walking through Washington DC five years ago for Trump's inauguration and how it was just really you know, I, I just thought I was getting old and maybe I was a little overweight and maybe this is the problem for this and maybe a problem for that. But really struggling walking was just just been difficult and I get to a point where I lose feeling in my feet and uh and uh it was when my trainer noticed that I don't I had a trainer coming over until a few months ago uh, every morning at 6am to make sure that I got out of my bed in the morning and exercised every day. And I have a full on workout room in my backyard and, uh, and, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays weed box, not because I'm going to get in the ring because all someone had to do is tap me and my contact falls out of my eye and I can't see. So, uh, so, but just for the cardio on it. And uh, he'd say, "Hey, when you do a left hook why do why do you pivot your whole foot instead of just on your toe and i didn't notice it till then that I can't stand on my tiptoes and I used to all the time. I used to you know bounce on my toes when I'm getting ready to arm wrestle and you know and then I went and had it checked out, and i have uh I have some issues in my back that are that are creating that, and it just snuck up early on me and now i sit at I sit at a stoplight and I'll watch people walk by in the in the in the uh crosswalk and I go They've got what I've got. And they don't even know because they didn't go check it out. And uh, I just feel like I'm too young to feel this damn old. And so I'm going under the knife. And I just told uh, the doctor, I said, I just, you know, taking pain pills just ain't working no more. My quality of life should be higher than this at this age. And uh, so I talked to surgeon and uh, Friday's the day. So the day before you're listening to this, I got it done and I'll... uh, I'll probably be out a couple of weeks. So, uh, but you'll, uh, I'll give you a full report just in case you care. And, uh, and I'll give you on that. But I want to get to the lies that are going on in this country because there's a lot of them. And I'm going to just point them out to those of you that don't pay attention all the time. Uh, but before I do, let me introduce myself. My name is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and they are still out there, if you're paying attention, call me toll free at 855 640 2020. That's 855 640 2020. One last time, day or night, toll free, area code 855 640 2020. If you want to talk about real estate and financing, but you don't want to talk on the phone just yet, go to edhoffman.net, click on the Planet Home Lending logo. And that'll take you to my lending page. You put in as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back, and I will I will get back to you, either myself or one of my talented teammates, and we'll help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Whether that's refinancing a piece of property that you already own or buying a piece of property that you'd like to own, and whether that's in California, or stay tuned, we got 20 states now. So California, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, Texas, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Virginia, West Virginia, um, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Washington, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. I think that's it. Anyway, there's 20 of them all together. Um, so if you want to get out of here and uh and you uh need some help with financing, uh talk to your Talk to your California friend and uh, Ed Hoffman, and uh, let's get you financed. Um, if you hear something on the show you want that you want repeated, stay on edhoffman.net. Click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. And if you have comments on the show, email to ed at edhoffman.net. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's talk about the lies in this country. The truth is starting to f- finally starting to come out. It's only taken two years, but finally the truth about COVID's uh, how COVID originated and the subsequent cover-up is starting to come out. Fox News' Brett Baer is reporting on new documents that show how, in the early days of the pandemic, health officials like now-retired NIH Director Francis Collins and, of course, the one and only Lord God Tony Fauci worked, worked worked to hide the key evidence from the public about the origins of the virus. We're now, we're now learning how these officials concluded that rewarding scientists for lying about China's very intentional creation of the virus was necessary because, in their words, it would protect science and international harmony. Let's go through the timeline.
3: January 2020, the world first learns that patients in Wuhan, China, are suffering serious complications from an unknown virus. By mid-month, the first U.S. case of COVID is reported in Washington state. Health experts conclude the outbreak is due to -to human-to-human transmission. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the head of the agency's Infectious Diseases Institute, is warned COVID may have leaked from a Chinese government-run lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. January 27th, Fauci is told the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases has been indirectly funding the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth Alliance, a U.S. based scientific nonprofit that had been working with novel coronaviruses. January 31st, Dr. Christian Anderson, a noted virologist at the Scripps lab, privately tells Fauci that after discussions with his colleagues, some of COVID 19's Features potentially look engineered and, quote, the genome is inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory, meaning the virus may have been genetically manipulated.
2: Yeah, so remember, it's January 31st at this point. We're all just learning about this new thing called coronavirus. Most of us weren't even saying COVID yet. Most of us had never heard of Tony Fauci. We didn't know how how good we had it. Uh, Fauci has just learned that the virus appears to have been purposely engineered at the lab in Wuhan, and he's learned that his agency helped fund the research to make it happen. So here's what he did that very day.
3: Fauci reacts immediately and organizes an all-hands-on-deck conference call with colleagues. He tells the deputy director of the agency, Dr. Hugh Auchincloss, of the urgency, quote, it's essential that we speak this a.m. Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You will have tasks today that must be done. Later that day, Auchincloss confirms a study into experiments with the novel coronavirus funded through the NIAID may not have gone through proper biosafety review and oversight. He tells Fauci their staff will, quote, try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. Hours later, Fauci convenes a conference call with a dozen worldwide virologists. Notes of that hastily arranged meeting obtained by Fox News reveal suspicions of a Wuhan lab leak are suppressed over concerns that public revelations of Chinese involvement would do, quote, great potential harm to science and international harmony, quote, Further debate about such accusations would unnecessarily distract top researchers from their active duties and do unnecessary harm to science in general and science in China in particular.
2: So let's just, you know, all of a sudden he he finds out, hey, this came, this got engineered from a lab and we might have funded it. Oh my God, we didn't check out what we did. All all of a sudden he understands what that means. All hands on deck. We've got to, we've got to get in front of this because we're gonna we're gonna be in trouble because we screwed up. So now all these doctors have just learned that they didn't vet who they were sending the money to. Wow, isn't that kind of a isn't that kind of an American thing to do? Sure, just send them the money. Do you check out what they do? Hey, click on uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, did you see that goes to Act Blue? Oh, do you see that is all they're doing is supporting the Democrat Party? Has nothing to do with race. That's, that's just epidemic across America. Something's wrong here, folks. Their boss, the head of the NIH, Dr. Francis Collins, who we, most of us didn't hear anything, didn't even know about him until he retired, uh, he decides to, that they need to keep it from getting out in order to prevent harm to, of, to international harmony, doing unnecessary harm to science and specifically science in China. While Fauci has been the face for all this for the past two years, we haven't seen much of Collins. So maybe you weren't aware that Collins was not only the head of the NIH, but he's also very musically inclined. Here's what this high-ranking U.S. government scientist did to commemorate his retirement two months ago. This is real. You can find this on YouTube.
0: better hear those other countries cries
2: we hear they our family too. oh geez gag me with a spoon makes me want to throw up these are these are our people are highly paid government officials the out there singing about how the vaccine is going to save us and, you know, beyond the pandemic. Hey, you know what? All you did was lie to everybody. You shut down businesses. You shut down schools. People committed suicide over the the damage to this. Kids, kids, so socially uh, isolated that kids chose to take their own lives. Maybe someone should have just told us the truth. So after that January 31st conference call... The real cover-up begins. Collins instructs Fauci and other scientists to do whatever they can to stop conspiracies, aka the truth, from getting out. So Fauci comes up with the Wuhan wet market story, and his colleagues begin writing the so-called research reports to back it up. Remember, the the wet market came from a bat. The bat, the bat. Uh, somebody ate the bat or used it to cook, and it spread to to uh, to humans. By March, they have published reports in scientific journals that contradict the, the private beliefs they shared with Fauci and Collins in their emails, just like they were told to. Good boys and girls. They must be part of the Democrat Party. You know, whatever Pelosi tells us to say this week, this is the word is wet market. This word, this week, it, the word is mass. And then it's testing, testing, testing. Here's how it all played out.
3: Fauci and others point to evidence the virus may have originated in a seafood and wild animal market in Wuhan. But any scientific consensus is complicated by the market being shut down and scrubbed clean by Chinese authorities. With crucial evidence destroyed or hidden from international scrutiny, outside access to the lab is also restricted. Dr. Gary later says a consensus is reached among the experts on that call. Quote, one, don't try to write a paper at all. It's unnecessary. Or two, if you do write it, don't mention a lab origin as that will just add fuel to the conspiracists. On that call, Fauci and his boss, NIH Director Collins, are again told about separate State Department warnings about lax safety protocols inside the Wuhan lab. It's unclear whether those warnings were expressed to White House officials. Nevertheless, despite the conflicting evidence presented by the virologists at that meeting, Collins seems convinced. Quote, I'm coming around to the view that a natural origin is more likely, but I share your view that a swift convening of experts in a confidence-inspiring framework, WHO seems really the only option, is needed, or the voices of conspiracy will quickly dominate. Just four days later, five American, British, and Australian researchers who were all on that Fauci conference call authored preliminary findings that abandoned their earlier private beliefs that COVID was likely the result of a laboratory leak. It's unclear what new evidence prompted such a drastic 180, but private communications show the various drafts of their report are sent to Fauci and Collins for editing and approval. The records do not reveal if they, in fact, edited the new version. February 16th, the first public draft is published online. Weeks later, a final version of that report is posted. Again, a total reversal of what those virologists wrote in private emails earlier. March 17th, in Nature Medicine, our analysis clearly shows that COVID is not a laboratory construct or a purposefully manipulated virus.
2: Even though they knew the truth, they just made up a complete lie and, and fed it to the American people. And most of you ate it. You just bought it up, you're wearing masks, you're you're getting vaccines, you're 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 scared to death that you're gonna that you're gonna die, so you invoke the social death on yourself and you and you 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 stay in your you stay in your houses and you know what at first we were all scared but some of us came out of the ether a little earlier. And did you notice the part when he said the State Department warned of of, uh, of safety issues with the Wuhan lab and the, the, the warnings went unheard? Reminds me of something that happened in 2012, but we'll get back to that. So now we're getting into spring when lockdowns begin. People are getting scared. On April 15th, President Trump is asked about reports that this had nothing to do with the wet market and everything to do with China engineering the virus. So Collins instructs Fauci and his colleagues to do whatever they can to stop conspiracies, also known as the truth, from getting out.
3: More and more we're hearing the story. We are doing a very thorough examination of this horrible situation that happened. The next day, April 16th, a frustrated Collins emails Fauci, wondering if there's something NIH can do to help put down this very destructive conspiracy. Collins' email includes a link to our special report and FoxNews.com reporting. A day later, Fauci replies, quote, I would not do anything about this right now. It is a shiny object that will go away in times. But hours after that, from the White House press briefing room, Dr. Fauci publicly endorses the animal market theory.
0: The mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human.
2: So you heard the part with with Trump saying, hey, we're going to we're going to do a thorough investigation of this because Trump doesn't isn't part of the good old boys. He's not the hey, cover my back, I'll cover your back group of people, hey, let's just deceive the American people. That's why they needed to get rid of him. Cuz you know Trump kept calling it the China virus all the way through. He knew where it came from. He just couldn't get anybody to to back him up. Because he's the enemy. He's outside. He's outside. He can't be bought like all the rest of our all the rest of our government officials then in may and june may and june six months into the pandemic fauci tangibly rewards two of the scientists who helped him with the cover-up next he gives an even bigger reward to a british scientist who assisted him with gain-of-function research in wuhan
3: more than a month later we now learn doctors christian anderson and robert gary two of the authors of that scientific report who were in close contact with dr fauci are awarded a nearly nine million dollar research grant from Fauci's agency. A month after that, Dr. Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, the group that did the original U.S. funded experiments with the Chinese at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, received a seven point five million dollar grant over five years from Dr. Fauci.
2: Here's some. Here's seven and a half million and nine million just to keep you to, just to keep you quiet. So you just shut up and just keep lying for for us. So we all look good. Not surprisingly, the only reaction on the left since this report came out last week has been this dismissive question. What difference does it make now? Does that sound familiar?
4: Was it because of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make?
2: It makes a lot of difference. It makes a hell of a lot of difference. You know, this is this is the way the Democrats play it all the time this is part of their playbook. They do everything. Just lie to us, tell us what they want us to hear and they just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it till it becomes truth. Till nobody nobody stop people stop asking the questions about hey, where did this really come from? Why are why why has the whole country changed? Why are we all wearing these stupid masks on our face when we know damn well they don't do anything. They don't protect us from anything. They've heard it but we keep covering that up. And uh, you know, just the way the Democrats you know, it's uh, hey, whatever happened to Biden raping uh one of his aides, Tara Reid? Pulled her into a room, told, Hey, I thought I heard you li- you liked me when he, he stuck his hand down her skirt and up into her body. And uh that just got dismissed. What about what about uh Hunter Biden and his and his uh barisma thing? What about the chi- the 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 billions of dollars he came home from, with China for? We just we just push it under the rug, there's nothing to see here. Hey, I'm all out of time for this uh, first half of the main event. Stay tuned for five, five minutes of traffic, weather, commercials, and sports. And I'll be back with a lot more. Don't go away. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Home Lending and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM
0: 590, the answer.
2: And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman with Planet Home Lending. I don't talk a lot about real estate and financing on the radio because if you don't realize that you're in the market, it's probably boring to you. But if you think you might be in the market, you wonder if you're in the market, you're thinking about getting out of California, you're thinking about buying something, you're thinking about selling something, you're thinking about refinancing something, or you're thinking about that fantastic financing tool called a reverse mortgage, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855 855- Six four zero twenty twenty, or go to edhoffman.net, ed click on the Planet Home Landing logo and do the cyber thing. So if you missed the first half, go back and replay it. Um, we're talking about the lies. The lies about COVID are finally coming out. The things that we all knew were truth, but we just got tired of arguing about it. We just accepted it. Well, all right, I'll take that needle in my arm. You know, it, it would normally make me feel weird if... Uh, if uh, you know the government wants to stick a needle in my arm, that' bad. But you know what? I'm just tired of people saying I'm I'm the bad person. I'm tired of saying this is a this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I'm tired of being criticized. I'm tired of being asked to not have a vaccine card. I'm tired of all this all this stuff. I'll just give up what I know is right. So uh, we've been we've been talking about a lot of that going on and how the cover up. From from Fauci and uh, and Francis Collins all the way down across the country across the country and across the world, doctors and scientists lying to us, lying to us, just like my sister tells me. Well, I'm married to a virologist. I'm married to a to a uh, I think she calls him a virologist. I know he's a he's a PhD in something or other and does a lot of. Uh, does a lot of cancer research and stuff and he does some stuff in China and he can't really have a normal social conversation with just about anybody. Um, because unless you, unless you understand all that stuff and, uh, you should get a vaccine for your, you should treat yourself to a, to for your birthday to a vaccine. So you don't end up dying or being on a ventilator. Sorry, Renee. I just don't buy that BS. So, uh, so let's talk about, um, let 's talk about this this cover up and and what it 's turning into, so the last thing we heard was the same thing that Hillary Clinton said in two thousand and twelve, which was was I it because understand. of
4: a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they 'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make
2: here 's the answer what difference it makes It makes difference because the cover up lives on. We all know it, but there 's new evidence there but there 's new evidence all the time. Case in point. By now you've probably all heard that Neil Young has pulled his music off Spotify and is encouraging other musical artists to do the same. Here's my here's my comment to Neil Young. Bye. He's doing this to protest Spotify carrying Joe Rogan's podcast on their platform. For those of you don't know, Joe Rogan is an incredibly popular host who has people all of all viewpoints on to discuss COVID, among other things. The way I look at it is Joe Rogan does in a in a much more successful fashion what I do. He brings people on, he questions the truth. You know, science is about asking questions, considering uh, considering all, all uh, viewpoints. Joe Rogan does that, brings on all viewpoints and says, hey, does this make sense to you? So one thing Rogan has said, said that the left doesn't like is, ivermectin is capable of driving covid into extinction a viewpoint he formed after taking himself when he had covid in june i had covid in october and november i took ivermectin i was sick about three days and after that it was just like uh all right get up in the morning go down to my computer work from home because i have to quarantine but other than that i feel pretty normal uh so neil young has started this stupid campaign to get Joe Rogan kicked off of Spotify for spreading so-called misinformation. And much to, dis- to Neil Young's dismay, he's not getting it much, much of any support. So far, the only musician who's joined him is Joni Mitchell. Ooh, she's relevant today. So Rogan react- reacted to the campaign in his Instagram video, pointing, that out, pointing out that almost everything that started out as mis- misinformation when Trump was president is now accepted fact.
3: The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of
5: Newsweek.
2: Yeah, look at uh look at uh President Trump. He got banned from social media cuz he said the same thing. So, remember all these things that were were uh misinformation is now is now accepted as fact. Biden raping Tara Reid. Hunter Biden getting a uh, getting appointed to a uh, uh, Brisma as part of their board of directors and getting eighty three thousand dollars a month. Don't forget the uh, don't forget the texts and emails that we've seen on Hunter Biden's computer that half of it went to pops. How about the the China deal? He flew out there to China. Uh, uh, Biden went vice president. Biden went one way and he went the other way, but. But Hunter Biden came home with like ten billion dollars for his hedge fund hedge fund that him and james biden the president's the the now president's uh brother um run but they don't have any financial experience to run a hedge fund. How about the uh the tony Bobolinsky emails that he that he uh brought out three or four days before the election? they squashed that that's fact oh the fact that this uh this corporation that was uh, put together for uh, uh, with China, and ten percent goes to the big guy. The big guy being now our president. Well, you're, some of your presidents. Remember all that stuff? How about the election steal? Oh, that's all a lie. We don't want to. We don't want to point out that you know that uh, uh, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, the president of Facebook, uh, paid for all those people to work at all these uh, all these polling places to count ballots and uh and to to run things through two and three times to uh to put up uh signs uh cardboard over the glass so people couldn't look from the outside to push out the republican poll watchers to uh to watch those big jumps of votes in the middle of the night after everybody stopped counting this all stuff is true folks they're trying to make it a big lie it's not a big lie and and let's finish up with the January sixth myth that it was an insurrection. There was a hundreds hundreds of thousands of of uh, po- of Trump supporters in there to do a peaceful peaceful uh, demonstration uh, protest, and they throw in a couple of hundred hooligans, and all of a sudden it's a it's a it's a insurrection. All these Trump supporters made an attack on the Capitol. Nobody had guns, and the only person that died was one of the protesters by a Capitol police officer. Who didn't get investigated and didn't get anything, just pulled it pulled the trigger at point blank and killed uh Ashley Babbitt. It's lies, folks. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up out of the ether and when you're and when your adult kids say, Ah oh, mom, ah oh, dad, you know, you're just you're just getting senile. You believe all that stuff, you shouldn't watch Fox News. They're wrong. We're not. Let's talk about the some of the other lies that we're not being told. The new immigration nightmare at our borders. Everyone should have seen this one coming. The border at Yuma, Arizona, is now a crossing point for people coming from all over the world. They're dumping documents on the ground that, that prove it. Here's a report from Fox's William Lodge and
5: This is a major entry point right here for illegal immigrants, and I'll tell you why. This is sovereign Indian land right over here. They did not want the Trump wall. Secondly, right over the horizon there is Highway 2, a major interstate in Mexico. People, migrants, can fly into Mexicali and be over this Normandy barrier in about an hour and 15 minutes. You want proof? These are plane tickets I picked up this morning from Amsterdam, Mexico City, Cancun, money from Venezuela. These people are coming in here and they're basically putting their trash here and getting picked up. And the amazing thing is you used to be... The most secure area on the border. Now apprehensions up 2,400%, 1,000 a day. Secondly, we're not talking about Mexicans in Northern Triangle countries. 90% of the people here are from elsewhere Venezuela, Brazil, Haiti, Uzbekistan, Russia, and Ukraine. Oh, we're from Ukraine. You're from Ukraine, and you're from Russia. Uh, no friend of Putin? Putin, no friend. Putin, no friend. Putin, no friend. No friend.
2: So the the point of dumping their ID, their money, their passports is to get rid of anything that could I- identify them in order to avoid being deported. So we, we fly over here from wherever the hell we want. We fly into Mexico. We dump all evidence that we're anywhere but Me- came from anywhere but Mexico and we just dump it. We dump the money, we dump the passports, we dump the ID. Dump anything that could that they could find in our pockets that would say, "Oh, you're from Russia. We're sending you back." And and who cleans up this trash? Here's Yuma County Sheriff.
3: Our farmers are the ones that pay for the dumpster to keep the trash out of their fields. Our emergency management had to pay for the, the outhouses because we can't have all these individuals coming up here, defecating in the farm fields, dumping their trash, which was happening.
2: So remember, remember, these farmers are growing these crops. They're growing lettuce and they're growing vegetables and they're growing all this stuff. And these illegal aliens are coming over and taking a dump on the crops. Do you want to buy that at the grocery store? I don't. Meanwhile, the farmers in Yuma have had enough. Here's one of them. Farmer
5: Alex Mullen found 30 Haitians camping last month in his field, forcing him to destroy the crop because of possible contamination. Think our goodwill is getting used against us 100%. Like the, these people are flying into mexico or they're flying into City, taking, they have luggage. They're, it's, this is a different than anything that anybody's ever seen. And, and it's a thousand people a day.
2: They have luggage. They have, they're wearing Nike tennis shoes. They've got iPhones. These people are well funded. They're not seeking refuge. They just want to get into America because everything's free here. Even if I got money free, is still a better price, and I don't think it's our our uh, our goodwill is being taken advantage of. It's our stupidity, and part of the stupidity is is those of you that think Biden was real was legitimately elected to president. What is the point here? What was the point of opening the border? How does that help anybody? And now we know the Border Patrol agents are just as fed up as everyone else. Leaked video taken last week shows angry Border Patrol agents in Laredo uh, arguing with Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz as he yelled at them during the home secu- Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas's visit.
5: We don't give up. We stay focused. We continue to do the job and the mission that we signed up for. All right, we all signed up for it. We all raised our hand. It's not hard to say. It. it may be hard for you to say, no, it, but I've been doing this for 31 years. It's not hard for me to say. It. Every day I wake no. up and I'm committed to this organization and I'm committed to each one of y'all. We say that. We say the
4: same thing, but it
5: seems like the policies. You keep releasing country. You're getting bogged down. And the policies the politics even say illegal alien. For evil to triumph
3: is
2: for good men to do nothing. I can't hear you For evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's exactly what's happening here. Good men are doing nothing. Yeah, you got you guys won't even say illegal alien. You guys are in denial because you're because you're following the you're following the orders of the Democrat Party telling you, well, don't say this, well don't say that. You've got all these kids stacked up in these in these little places and don't let the press in to see how the how we're stacking them up because we we uh, criticize Trump for doing that you're letting all these people in did, did it, everybody hear that one of those uh, refugees from uh, from uh, Afghanistan raped a three-year-old are they are they pointing that out on TV I heard it reported one time should we should we pay attention to who's coming into our country this is our country These are our neighborhoods. This isn't happening somewhere down by the border. It's happening everywhere. They're shipping them all over the country. At what point do we get mad enough that we do something about this? Biden seems oblivious to this new wave of transatlantic uh, migrants because at the National Governors Association breakfast this week. He chose only to talk about the groups coming from Mexico and Central America.
4: And uh, border security... Gov, we're working a lot with uh, neighboring countries, a lot to do. There's a lot. I think one of the fundamental things we got to do, in addition to some of the changes that we'll make, we don't get into today, but is that if we figure out why they're leaving in the first place, it's not like people sit around and say, in, uh, in Guadalajara, I got a great idea, let's sell everything we have, give it to a coyote, take us across the border, leave us in a desert when a country that doesn't want us, we don't speak the language, won't that be fun? Um, you know, there's a, the gangs we're working on where there's a whole lot of illegal uh, um, movement, but uh, there's also a way to begin to deal with the reason they're leaving in the first place. And I'll, we can get I'd love to talk with you personally about that a little bit.
2: Remember when we had a president that could actually actually talk? Remember when we had, a, you know, this guy Biden, he can't even he doesn't even have enough strength to power his own voice. He has no idea who's coming into our country. He's oblivious to all this stuff. Well, let's we've got to look at the root causes. You know, it's not like some guy in Guadalajara said, hey, let's sell all our stuff and and make this long trip and go into a go into a place that we don't know anybody and we don't know the language. They know the language. What's the root cause? I'll tell you what the root cause is. Biden got put in the White House. Everything's free in America. Everything's free. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You can go work. You can you can come to work and you can go do. Uh, you can come to America and do work. You don't have to pay taxes and you don't have to pay for anything else. And half of America doesn't want to work anyway. So so we're getting huge dollars. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the people from Mexico that came up here uh, twenty years ago, going to work for a minimum wage to pick crops? They can come in here now and make twenty five bucks an hour. Flipping hamburgers. And it's not a question of, well, those jobs aren't available for, for illegal aliens because P- Americans want those jobs. Americans don't want those jobs anymore. I don't understand this. This is not the America that I grew up in. And, you know, we see we see uh, uh, Biden can't hardly get the, the words out of his mouth. And meanwhile, Trump, who's not president anymore... He did a a rally in Arizona uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't know how many people were there, but there was eighty five thousand in Texas last Saturday night. Eighty five thousand. What's the most Biden ever got? That's the reason they didn't want to have a that why they wanted uh, Washington D.C. locked down because they didn't want anybody taking aerial pictures and find out there's only like uh, you know a, a thousand people there in the in all of Washington D.C. You know, the biggest thing I ever saw was about 12 cars. Beep, beep. Standing out there in the middle of it with his mask on. We did it. What's wrong with this country, folks? Why are we buying this crap? He's talking to the European Union because he's concerned about uh, the supply of natural gas being supplied to Europe. When we're on the edge of war going to, to World War III with, uh, with Russia. This is what's happening. The border's open. We're not producing gas or oil. We're concerned about Europe. We're concerned about the border of Ukraine. But what about our border? What about our supply of gas? Anybody like paying over 5 bucks a gallon? No one even raises their eyebrows now. You go to the gas pump, it's $5.13 for Supreme. It's not even news. Now let's talk about the spinning, the spinning out of control crime. The Biden administration continues to spin its way out of dealing with the atrocious crime wave sweeping America's cities and police have had enough. Have you guys uh have you guys noticed it yourselves? Have you have you noticed it yourselves? Have you seen uh, anybody smash the smash the glass on the back of your commercial building? I have. Have you noticed people uh stealing cars and leaving them in your parking lot over the weekend? And then you call the police and you can't get anybody to pick it up for a week. Meanwhile, while the while this van that the while this brand new van that gets stolen and dropped off in our parking lot, uh, while we're waiting for someone to come pick it up, it gets vandalized and someone steals the battery out of it. At the funeral for uh for New York police officer uh, Jason Rivera last week, Rivera's widow, Dominique got a 36-second standing ovation from all the mourners at St. Patrick's Cathedral with this remark about Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg.
4: Through pain and sorrow, this is exactly how he would have wanted to be remembered. Like a true hero. You have the whole nation on gridlock, and although you won't be here anymore, I want you to live through me. We are not safe anymore. I know you were tired of these laws. Especially the ones from the new DA. I hope he's watching you speak through me right now.
2: <laughs> yep, we're all seeing it. We're all seeing it. We're all seeing it, but the but the media's covering it up. The media's covering up. Oh, everything's great. Do you guys feel safe to uh do you guys feel safe to go out out at night by your? Well, do you do you feel safe to let your wives go out at night by yourselves by themselves? No. Don and I have a house in Arizona. We have a house in Montana. If we're in Arizona and Don says, "Hey, I'm going to run up to the store real quick to to get something for dinner," uh, you know, and I okay, I'll usually go with her. But you know, if I happen to be working or doing something, okay, no problem. Hurry back. If we're in Montana, she says that. No problem. That's not how it is in California. That's not how it is in California because we're a Democrat state. We're living the we're living the nightmare that Biden has created. Um, by now we've all seen it on the streets. We saw the we saw the the scenes of the streets flooded with uh, New York police the New York PD officers paying honor to Officer Rivera last week. One New York City actress decided to rant about it on TikTok. Her name is Jacqueline Guzman. Before posting this, she was employed by Face-to-Face Films Agency.
0: We do not need to shut down most of lower Manhattan because one cop died for probably doing his job incorrectly. They kill people who are under 22 every single day for no good reason, and we don't shut down the city for them.
2: Oh, cops were killed for, for for doing their job incorrectly? If that doesn't anger you, check your pulse. You might be dead. Shortly after this was posted on the agency's Facebook page, shortly after she posted that that TikTok video, this was posted on the agency's Facebook page. Face-to-face Films has just made aware of an insensitive video involving one of our members, Jacqueline Guzman. Face-to-face Films does not support nor can con- condone these comments made about the fallen officer, Rivera. As a result, she is no longer a member of our company. Yay! which reminds me of which reminds me of my favorite clip from the aviator. Don't talk down to me. Don't you ever talk down to me. You are a movie star. Nothing more. Nothing more. You you Hollywood types, shut your shut your damn mouths. We don't want to hear your opinion. You are movie stars. Nothing more. You act out somebody else's scenes and you talk somebody else's words and you get paid for it. Just shut up. Back to the Biden administration. On the podcast Pod Save America, a podcast hosted by a bunch of Obama White House aides, uh, Jen Circleback Saki let her hair down with these comments on media's coverage of crime, specifically the fact that Fox is the only network that covers it.
5: If you look at Fox
3: on a daily basis, I mean, do you remember the four boxes that that we had on all the TVs, right, which Mm -hmm. is on my TV right now? So right now, just to give you a sense, so CNN, Pentagon, as many as 8,500 U.S. troops on heightened alert. Okay, true. Same on MSNBC. CNBC is doing their own thing about the market. And then on Fox is Janine
5: Pirro talking about
3: soft on crime consequences. I mean, what what does that even mean, right? Um, So there's an alternate universe on some uh,
5: coverage. What's scary about it is a lot of people watch that.
2: So we're in an alternate universe. Those of us that listen to conservative talk radio, those of us that watch Fox or Newsmax or One American News, we're in an alternate, alternate universe. Come on, man. Is it us? Do you not see it on the streets? You don't see people walking out of walking out of grocery stores and just take their stuff and nobody does anything about it? Why don't they do something about it cuz they're not allowed to? And if the and if the cops get involved and actually and actually arrest somebody, they're out on the they're back out on the streets in about 30 minutes. I had a text interview. I had a text conversation with Chad Bianco, our Riverside Sheriff, who I completely, completely uh, admire for how he's handling things. And I expect that after I get done uh, being uh, walking, walking like a, uh, a robot to where I can uh, jump back here in the studio, I'll have Chad Bianco in here with me to talk about this crime because something's wrong in this country. We need to talk about that. We all need to pay attention and stop being quiet about it. Hey, thanks for listening to Main Event. My name is Ed Hoffman, and I'll back, be back with you in a couple of weeks. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the Main Event. Heard weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo my team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM
0: 590, the answer